Stories connect us as humans. A well-told story can motivate and inspire us. Storytelling is the ultimate superpower. Be The Drop is a weekly podcast that investigates how to tell stories that engage. Join me, Amelia Veal, on our shared journey to become better storytellers. In episode 268, I share my top tips and advice for how to create professional-looking videos to communicate your messages. In this solo episode, I share answers to some of the most common questions that I get asked when I deliver our training, film like a pro on your phone. I discuss video basics that you need to know, touch on what equipment will enhance your video, and share my favorite editing app that lets me film and edit all on my phone. Tips in this episode are aimed at empowering you to create affordable and impactful videos using just your phone. This is my how to phone video version of Be The Drop. If you'd like to learn more and supercharge your skills to create your own awesome videos using just your phone, check out our course, Film Like a Pro on your phone. The first 20 listeners who use the promo code Be The Drop will receive 15% off at purchase. As I said, this is a solo episode, which is different than my normal Be The Drop style, but I really wanted to take this opportunity to share answers to the questions that I get asked repetitively, because I thought if these are the questions that I'm being asked multiple times when I deliver training, it may be the same questions that you, my podcast listeners, have as well. If you're looking to create video content in an affordable way so you can share your messages and do that using your phone. So obviously at Narrative Marketing, we create professional video content, but we also really understand the space and the need for phone video content that still looks professional. So in a marketing context, just to sort of set the scene, it's really important that you understand that we need to create a whole range of content but we want to try and do that in an achievable way, time way, and also financial ways. And the professional video content that we create is obviously costs more and it takes more time. The requirement for that content is something that needs to have more longevity. So this might be a core business video that talks about your product or service offering, your main service offering, or it might be a video that talks about your company or business as a whole that has long shelf life. So that's the sort of content that you would create or look to create a more professional, higher production value video. But there's a whole range of other types of topics and conversations that you want to have with your audience, your potential clients, or your members, or whatever your community group of people that you're talking to. And some of those might be almost disposable type of content. So things that have got a higher turnover in relevance of what you're talking about. So being able to do that via video, which is an increasingly popular way that consumers of content want to consume content. You have a look on any of the social media platforms, video, video, video is where we're at. So being able to create your own in-house video content is becoming more and more important. But I constantly get people going, I don't know how to do that. I don't want to be in the videos. I don't know how to film them. I don't know how to edit them. And overwhelm is the biggest theme that I get when talking to people who come to my training. So my first piece of advice and my first tip is to 
try and break it down. There are steps involved in content production for any type of content. So don't get caught in the technology aspect or the video aspect and how you're going to do that. Think about your messages. So come back to the core requirements for any piece of content, including video. So before you start, before you pick up your phone, before you try and capture any video content, plan. It's absolutely critical in any communication, in any messaging. If you're putting yourself out there, your business, your story, whatever that you're putting out there, you should think about that. So just because you can create these quick videos on your phone and share them, is that the best way of doing it? Are you making sure that you're still being true to your brand or your message or your core values? So make sure that the, this number one tip here is stop and plan. So before you start, think about who is your audience? What is the key message you need to say? And therefore, what are those points that you're going to cover in this piece of video content? So we have a formula that we use for planning your video and it's a very common formula. I don't have ownership on the, the beginning of it. It's one that I learned somewhere. I don't actually know um, the history of where it's come. Different versions of this exist everywhere and it's like beginning, middle, end when you write a story and that was the formula that you were given at school. A formula for video content that we use and obviously it depends what style of video content and who you're talking to and what you're covering. But this formula has a lot of flexibility. So this is a formula you can consider. If you would like a written copy of this, shoot me an email at amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. But the formula goes like this. We start with a problem. So the problem is relevant to your audience, not you and your message, because we should always be presenting our messages with the audience as the hero of our story so they can relate to it, so they can connect with our content. So the problem is something that your audience might be facing. So keep it simple and easy to understand. So e.g. The, your audience is hungry, they want some food. <laughs> Then we go through the solution, a quick overview of the solution. So we've identified, now this is all relatively quick because we're all time poor, so we need to consider time. So we go through a problem, keep it simple, we've outlined it. Then we go to solution and the solution is the audience is hungry, we have great food, it will seek your needs. Then we go into the journey, so we outline the details of what's involved in achieving that solution and then we conclude. So rather than just beginning, middle, end, this formula is slightly evolved from that where we go problem, solution, journey, conclusion. That's something that might help you frame the content that you're going to cover in your video. Now, one of the questions I often get at this point is, but should we script our videos? Uh, and what about teleprompters? And my advice there is no. Unless the people in your video, whether it's yourself or other people, are professionally trained actors, the chance of them remembering a script and being able to deliver it with conviction is low. You're better off to include people who are either experts in the subject that you want them to talk about or have experience if it's in the case of a testimonial or it's your customer or somebody you work with to deliver the, your services or products. They have knowledge. So give them key points. You might write down some dot points. These are the key themes. This is what we're going to talk about um, and have a framework. So you've created your framework. This is how we're going to structure the content, the video content. 
but my advice is to not script it. Teleprompters can um, be really powerful and we have used them. And if you have very specific content or wording that you need to cover, for example, if you wanted to get a a video out quickly as a response to an issue, if there's a product recall or some challenge or issue that you need to identify or something with key points that you really want to get right, then teleprompters can be good and there can be apps that you can add. So if we're still creating with a phone, there can be apps you can set up and or if you've got a, an iPad, you can set it up on an iPad and be looking and reading that. The key tips for this though is to plan. Think about who you're talking about. Think about your key topics or themes to cover. And if you have a structure or formula that works for you to help frame your video, this preparation will save you time in editing and will also help you feel more confident when you're delivering to camera, when you're filming. Time saved in pre-production before you're filming in that initial planning before you pick up any camera or phone is invaluable. It will mean that you'll get a better end quality product and you'll save time producing it. The next big question I get asked is around filming. How can we improve the quality of what we're filming on our phone? Now, cameras on phones have increased an incredible amount. They're fantastic. It's amazing the quality of video that you can capture on your phone. But the phone is only going to be as good as how you use it. So there's a couple of things to consider. And the key one, the best advice I can give is to think about framing and composition. Now, the rule of thirds is something that the rule of thirds is something that professionals use across both photography and videography. It's about positioning what's in your shot. So it's really good to be aware of the rule of thirds. Uh, You can get a grid which you can turn on in your phone in both Apple or Android options and you can turn that on and it will help you frame what you're filming. We have created an explainer video on how to apply framing and composition in regards to rule of thirds. We have created an explainer video on how to apply framing and composition, which explains the rule of thirds. So it's on YouTube if you want to check it out and learn more about that. All right. So at this point, we still haven't yet picked up our phones and started filming. And this is deliberate. We're doing this deliberately because preparation is going to help cut down this overwhelm. We're being strategic. We're applying an approach and a process to capture videos. So we're breaking it down and this will make it easier for you. So the next bit before picking up our phones is thinking about what equipment are we going to use? And this is where people can become undone and get confused and concerned and they might go and buy a tripod or a gimbal or some microphones and then go, but I don't know how to use it. It's becoming too hard. So my advice here is probably start very low key, low tech. If that's the sort of thing that will confuse you or make you feel concerned, then don't use them. However, using these devices can really improve the professionalism of the content you're creating on your phone. A simple tripod will mean that you will reduce movement in your filming. So a starting point, a great starting point is to get a tripod. You can go to Officeworks or go online and buy them incredibly cheaply. For $10, you'll get a basic phone tripod. 
spend a little bit more um, and get some different options. But a basic tripod will really help so that you can at least set up a location. Make sure that your phone is steady. You're going to reduce any movement and vibration which is distracting to your viewers, which is important. A gimbal is a step up from the tripod and it will allow you to capture movement. So a tripod is a set frame for your phone, whereas a gimbal will allow you to capture movement and it removes the vibration from movement when you're filming. You can pan left and right or up and down using gimbals. And the brand that I like the most for this is a DJI Osmo. I have no affiliation or association with them. I just personally prefer that brand. But it's worth having a look if the videos you're looking to create need to move. So, for example, real estate videos. If you're walking through a house and you want to show the rooms, a gimbal, if you put your phone on a gimbal, will allow you to pan and have smooth movements as you walk through the house. The next critical thing, there's two more things as far as equipment. The next one is audio. Now, phone audio hasn't, in my opinion, improved and advanced as much as the cameras have. So getting a microphone to add to your phone can improve the audio. And that can be really important if the focus of your video is what you're saying. If it's more around the shots that you're taking, you might not need to worry about it. There is a range of different microphones that you can add to your phone. One of my favorite companies is Rode. That's an Australian company and they have a range of different lapel microphones and shotgun microphones that you can add to your camera. Adding audio equipment does add complexity to creating your phone video, but I think it can also add value. So again, my advice as far as the tripod and the gimbal, start with whatever level you feel comfortable and then move up from there. The final thing as far as equipment to consider before we start filming is lighting. When we think of the Hollywood movies, they say lights, camera, action. And lights is very deliberate at the beginning because lighting will significantly improve or potentially negatively impact the quality of your video. So there's a range of different lighting that's available now. Influencers have really helped the market of lights that are available for your phone. You can get a range of different ring lighting options that you can plug your phone into. They have a cradle within the ring light, but there's a whole range of different ways that you can light your video. And one of the key ones to do is think about what you can control in your natural environment. So if you're filming inside, can you position yourself near a window so you're getting external light, but also considering making sure it's not giving too much light coming in and therefore blowing out or overexposing what you're actually filming. In my early days of creating videos on my phone, I used a desk lamp. So I would set up my phone with a tripod on my desk and have a desk lamp uh, to the left or right of me to just help light my face so that I didn't look so washed out. And so that was just using my a desk lamp that I already had access to. So there are things like that that you can do that will improve the visual impact of your video. So those three things, your stability via tripod or gimbal, your audio equipment and lighting, they will make a difference to the quality of your phone video. But now we're at the point where we've considered those, we've planned the video, we've thought about equipment, now we're ready to film. And my best advice here is to just do it. 
get out there, practice, start recording. If you're going to be in the video and you're feeling a bit self-conscious, do it. (laughs) You will only get more confident if you practice it, if you actually create these videos. So I went through a process a few years ago where I set myself the challenge, okay, I'm going to create a video. Okay, I'm going to do a Facebook Live video every week for a full year. I missed two weeks of the year, so I did 50 weeks. And every week I felt more comfortable and more confident delivering those Facebook Live videos. And along the way, I, you know, I created some shockers and I had children running in and had to stop and lighting failures and a whole range of things that I experienced. But I did them as Facebook Lives because there was more forgiveness in that as a form of content. Audiences are understand that a Facebook Live isn't a polished video. So I felt that that was a safer way for me to deliver that and learn and grow from that experience. So consider how you might do those videos, where you're delivering them and how that might be received by your audience. But for me, it was such a great experience in learning. And you might understand why did I need to learn given that we create video content. I have been creating video content for a number of years. The difference being that I have a videographer, Chris, whom has been involved in various podcast episodes before and you've heard me talk about Chris, but he is the expert in filming and editing and so often I defer to him. I wanted to actually learn those skills myself and that's actually where our training course was born from because I went through that process, learned those skills and thought, wow, okay, I could share them. This, it was incredibly useful and valuable experience to me. So that's where the course was born and also what underpins today's episode. That question around confidence and people feeling insecure or that they don't have the ability, that comes up a lot. And that is a barrier for many people in creating videos, that, that confidence. And like any skill, you have to practice You need to practice and you can't expect to be an expert at the beginning. Now, some people find that a bit nerve-wracking because they're presenting their business self and they want to be an expert or their professional self and they want to be an expert when they're presenting that. And I understand that as a challenge. That's why I think picking how you deliver those videos, whether it be a Facebook Live or something similar, you can then have that conversation and say, this is a new medium for me, I'm learning. Be honest, be authentic. I mean, they're used as buzzwords by marketers, but it's true. You know, if you explain the process, share that journey with your audience, your potential customers or your current customers, they will get on board because many of them will probably relate and empathize with you on that. So the next step after filming your video is editing it. And this can be challenging Because whilst we have got some incredible apps that now exist that make the editing process a lot easier, the thing that can't be removed is that it takes time. And I know that many of you, like me, are time poor. If you want to share video, you need to allow and allocate time for editing. Now, this is different if we're looking at some of the platforms like, so for example, with Instagram, you can film on on your phone and then go into the reels and edit there. So that's a slightly different style of content. The editing that I'm talking about is more, is, is a different style of edit. The editing I'm talking about 
is a longer form than a reel or a story, but it's still a short form edit. When it comes to apps that are compatible, there are a range of different editing apps that you can use on your phone and your phone may be preloaded with some already. But in training, we researched apps that were available across both Android and Apple because obviously our attendees come with either of those options and we didn't want to um, we didn't want to provide a recommendation that was only available on one or the other. So the two that we've really narrowed down and that we recommend for editing your video is InShot or KineMaster. Now my preference, personal preference of those two is InShot. Um, both are great. Both have relatively similar features, but KineMaster, I find, is a little bit more complicated. Um, it has extra tools like green screen, but I prefer InShot. I find it easier to navigate. Again, I'm not personally affiliated with either of these programs, but for me, I find it easier to use. Uh, the only thing I would say about InShot is that I don't love the music options that they have available and it's not an easy library to search. But I also have a subscription to Soundstripe, which is a royalty-free music platform. So I actually go into Soundstripe, find the music I want, and then upload it into InShot, still using my phone. Uh, but it is an extra step that I have ability to do because I already have Soundstripe, which if you're creating lots of videos and using InShot, you might want to, or you may just be happy with the music that's in there. Another really important tip and point here is to be really careful of royalty-free music. Now, platforms like TikTok and Instagram Reels, I think are very much blurring the line between what we can and can't use as far as music. But like any sort of content, whether it be someone else's words, someone's photos or someone's music, they are actually protected by copyright. So if you're a business, I would very strongly recommend against just using a mainstream music, even if you can on TikTok. But if you're creating these videos and you're going to share them across other platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook or YouTube, then you could be picked up for a copyright infringement if you're not using royalty-free music. So just something to be aware of. Do your research. I'm not a lawyer, so um, I'm not by no means giving you legal advice on this, just a tip and an awareness that you should be aware of that and be mindful of it. And a recommendation that Soundstripe has some great royalty-free music. So that's the top summaries and top tips I can give you to help improve the quality of your videos, to empower you to tell your best stories via video using just your phone. So in conclusion, I'll add my be the drop tip. Um, and that is my top tip for how to motivate and inspire using video. It's a, re a repeat of what I've said earlier, but it is to practice, to do. No skill comes without practice. If you want to get better at doing videos on your phone, you have to do videos on your phone. So get doing. That's my top tip. Create your videos, share them, get feedback from them. Um, I'd be happy to provide you feedback. If you've created a video on your phone after listening to this episode, please share it with me. I would be delighted to support your efforts and your practice and give you constructive feedback if you're looking for it. 
Video is a really powerful and exciting medium and it's worth practicing. It's worth giving it a go. And I would be really excited to see what you do with these tips. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. This is a Narrative Network podcast.